Okay, yes, the New Jersey Devils did lose this game, but at the same time, it's not their worst loss of the season. They did put themselves in a pretty decent position to possibly win the game, not once, but twice, and it, it looked like it was about to go to OT. Unfortunately, they just couldn't close it out. So what do I think about this game, and is my prediction still standing up in which I said the New Jersey Devils would perform better after a trade deadline? Well, we have a lot to discuss in this episode. Buckle up. You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, this is Bryce Salvador, and you're Locked On Devils, Trey Matthews. Alrighty now, what is up, New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, College Hockey Play-by-Play announcer, and also Devils writer for Pucks and Pitchforks, Trey Matthews. And the New Jersey Devils lost to the Toronto Maple Leafs by a score of 3-2. Now, we'll talk about some of the good that I saw from the New Jersey Devils, and we'll also talk about some of the bad. I think you guys know where I'm getting at because the Toronto Maple Leafs scored three goals, like I said, and two of those goals were shorthanded goals, so that cannot happen moving forward. I'm sure that's a game that the New Jersey Devils would like to have back. It was a game for them to take, and also it was a potential game that could have gone into OT, and the Devils could have walked away with a point, but unfortunately they walk away with no points. But first I want to mention this. Going back to my previous episode in a crossover with Jersey Joe I said at some point during the recording that I said that the New Jersey Devils would play better after the trade deadline because I just said given the circumstances because if you guys recall on that Western Canadian trip they lost back to back to back games 6-3 they weren't really the team that we saw after the all-star break the team that just had a lot of offensive power the team that seemed to have a new sense of will a new sense of urgency I just said okay you know what Every team hits this at some point during the season when the trade deadline is rolling around, especially when the Devils are linked to a few players, you know, especially in Vancouver. I just said, you know, that that can definitely take a mental toll on any team in any sport. So I just said, you know what, I, I predict that the New Jersey Devils will do little to nothing at the trade deadline. So uh, I'm sure after that comes and goes, then the Devils will play much better. They won their previous game against the New York Rangers in yesterday's game. So, you know, I just said the New Jersey Devils are potentially back and they're going to go back to their winning ways and they're going to go back to just putting up big offensive numbers. Now, I said take that prediction with a grain of salt because I didn't want to, you know, jump the gun, especially after one game. But this time around, guys, I know the Devils lost this game. I know we're not really big on moral victories. I know you guys want me to rip them apart. But this game was not the worst game of the season. And I think everyone can attest to that. Because if you look on paper, the New Jersey Devils actually had a couple chances to win this game because uh, there was twice during the course of the game that they were actually leading. And unfortunately... They let the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs score two unanswered goals. Now, one of those goals I'm not really going to get on them about because Mitchell Marner, he just beautifully located it and was just able to just get it past Dawes at the right possible time. So I'm not really going to burn them for that one. But for the two other goals, I kind of had a problem with it, especially that last goal in which Dougie Hamilton just dove onto his stomach a little too early and that kind of costed the Devils the game. But then again, we have to rewind that play just a little bit and then I see the offensive zone presence that they had in their power play. I saw Jack Hughes trying to pass it up to Jesper Brat. Jesper Brat tries to drop it on back and unfortunately he dropped it on back to nobody except the Toronto Maple Leafs and they came full steam ahead. And I'll talk more about that later in the episode, but ultimately it was not a bad showing for the Devils. They did show a lot of heart. They did show a lot of determination and Look, I know uh, the, it's not going to reflect it in the record column, but at the same time, I don't think this is a game where, you know, you hold your head down about, you just say, 
man, we lost this game. What else can we not do right? But look, guys, I, I know you're not big on moral victories, but at the same time, look at the circumstances. This is Toronto Maple Leafs, albeit I know a lot of people are not predicting for them to get out of the first round, but jokes aside, they are a legitimate title contending team. I don't care that they haven't made it out of the first round since like 2004. They got Austin Matthews on the roster. He's in the running for the Hart Memorial Trophy. The record reflects it as well. Uh, after this game, the record is now 40-18-5. They are second in the Atlantic Division, so they're competing hard. You saw that they went and, and got uh, Mark Giordano from the Seattle Kraken at the trade deadline, so you see that the that the Toronto Maple Leafs are trying to make a few moves to the roster just to add that veteran leadership. And like I said, guys, jokes and history aside, the Toronto Maple Leafs are a legitimate team. And, you know, looking at our last game against the against the New York Rangers, you know, the Rangers are one of the top teams in the Metropolitan Division. Then remember when we were able to beat the Pittsburgh Penguins and we got Jari out the game early? So, look, I get it. Uh, we're not big on moral victories, but the fact that we were able to compete with some of those title contending teams or, you know, teams that are relatively good, it should say a lot about our roster and the overall potential we have. So, uh, I'll be honest with you guys. I didn't say in the last episode, but I did not predict the New Jersey Devils to win this game. I expected for them to get obliterated because their last couple matchups against the against the Maple Leafs were not good. We got blown out the water. So I was just like, you know what? Uh, deja vu. It might happen again. But then I think about the facts saying like, you know, we got all of our players, you know, back for the most part. You know, goaltending is still an issue. But I think I've talked enough about the goaltending issue on this show already. And I know I'm going to have to talk about it in a future episode. So we're not going to focus on it for uh, today's uh, postgame reaction. But at, at the end of the day, uh, Nico Dawes did make a few key saves. And uh, I just want to pass this note along from Amanda Stein. She did say that Andrew Hammond did, in fact, travel with the team. However, he is not ready to play quite yet, but he is close to a return. So like I told you guys, I know we traded for Hammond while he was uh, dealing with his lower uh, body injury, but I said it in my live reaction after the deadline concluded. I said, I don't think the New Jersey Devils would be stupid enough to trade for a player that they thought had no chance of returning this season. So I think uh, the plan for the New Jersey Devils is to not use John Gillies anymore during the course of the season unless they absolutely 100% have to because I think Nico Dawes is proven that he can handle uh, playing a bunch of games in a row because at one point he played like nine games in a row and then we had to uh, put John Gillies in because, you know, we had to give Nico Dawes a rest. But at the end of the day, I think Nico Dawes can survive a few more starts and then we get Andrew Hammond because Amanda Stein reported saying that uh, Hammond is close to a return. He did travel with the team. So hopefully Hammond uh, returns within the next two or three games, but we'll see what happens. But Ultimately, guys, uh, I think the goaltending issue is going to be fixed somewhat. It's not going to be completely fixed, but at the same time, I'm glad that we were able to get Andrew Hammond. Not really much to base him off this season, but given his history, what he was able to do for the Senators, and also just his uniqueness as a player, I'm actually looking forward to his debut in a Devils uniform, and quite honestly, anything will be better than John Gillies at this point, but like I said, I'm not here to talk about the goaltending issues that the Devils have because this was a good outing for Nico Dawes. And ultimately, it was a closer game than I anticipated with the Toronto Maple Leafs because I expected for us to get blown out the water because I think I mentioned it momentarily in yesterday's episode. I just said that 
despite the Devils scoring big in period number two. The Rangers were, were still within striking distance of possibly making a one-goal game, and I just didn't really have much faith in Nico Dawes because one of his mistakes is, and I talked to Jersey Joe about this, is that Nico Dawes seems to position himself in the right angle, but when it comes to actually making the stop, it seems like he just miscalculates where to put his blocker and he misses the puck by like an inch or two. At one point, I think he allowed a the puck to go right under his armpit and I was just like look he's he's like in the position to make the stop but it just seems like he loses at the last possible second and I was just like okay going up against the Toronto Maple Leafs this might be one of those days for the New Jersey Devils but first period pretty uneventful but then again uh the Devils were able to score first thanks to Damon Severson and then uh they were able to regain control of the lead and and lead two to one and, until Mitchell Marner was able to tie it up uh, like a minute or two later after Heizer was able to get his goal. But ultimately, guys, I, I don't think this was the worst game in the world for the New Jersey Devils. In fact, I know it's not. I'm just being rhetorical when, at this point. But, uh, you know, I, I just think that th- this is just a game that the Devils would like to have back. But I think there's still more that they can build off instead of just uh, breaking down the negatives, if that makes sense. So I feel as though this is more of a moral victory for the Devils because they did compete hard with the Toronto Maple Leafs. Ultimately, they just weren't able to make the key stops and they made a few minor mistakes. And like I said, when you're going up against a contending team like the Toronto Maple Leafs, they're going to capitalize on those minuscule mistakes. They're not going to just let you off the hook. They're not going to just pass it on up. If you make just one tiny mistake, and we saw this with Jack Hughes, Jesper Brott during the, uh, the power play in, in period number three, the Toronto Maple Leafs were able to get the final goal of the game on that mistake. And then you saw Dougie Hamilton dove onto his stomach a little too early. And then that resulted in the uh, the Maple Leafs uh, getting, like I said, the final goal. But like I said, uh, not here to just ruminate on the bad. We'll talk more good in a second. But first, it's time for the first live read this morning. And it comes from a new partner called HelloFresh. So with HelloFresh, you get farm fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. Customize your favorite dishes with their new Hello Custom offerings by swapping out one portion or side for another, upgrading for a more luxe experience, or even adding protein to a veggie meal. That means more choices, more variety, and more meals truly tailored to you. HelloFresh is 72% cheaper than a restaurant meal of the same quality, and you could save on average over $65 per month when you order HelloFresh instead of grocery shopping. That's money back in your pocket. So, uh, here's the thing with HelloFresh. Like I said, sometimes uh, going to the grocery store is a bit of a hassle. So I tell my mother, hey, use HelloFresh and trust me, you are going to love it. Uh, my family loves it personally. So highly recommend that you guys use it. So I'm going to tell you what you need to do. You need to go to HelloFresh.com slash LockedOn16 and use code LockedOn16 for up to 16 free meals and three gifts. Uh, the offer once again is go to hellofresh.com slash locked on 16 and use code locked on 16 for up to 16 free meals and three gifts. So as previously stated, the New Jersey Devils did a lot of good things in this game against the Maple Leafs. It was a much closer game than I anticipated and uh, they competed with a title contending team. Once again, even though they didn't come out with the win, there's still a lot of good things to take away from because let's think about it, guys. We beat the Pittsburgh Penguins and we were able to get Tristan Jari out the game early. We made Igor Shashurskin look outright silly in our last matchup against the New York Rangers. And then 
when looking at the Colorado Avalanche, that was the best team in the NHL, and we were able to shut the door on them despite uh, being in a 3-0 situation. So I'm just saying the New Jersey Devils have been doing a lot of good things uh, the past few weeks. Just subtract that uh, Western Canadian trip. But uh, what's something I've been talking about more recently in this show is that there's three guarantees in life, death, taxes, and Jesper Bratt or Jack Hughes generating at least one point per game. So Jesper Bratt was able to assist on Damon Severson's goal, and then Jack Hughes was able to assist on Nico Heizer's goal that uh, helped the New Jersey Devils regain the lead. So ultimately, the Devils did a lot of good things in this matchup against the Toronto Maple Leafs, and they kind of had to if they wanted any chance of winning. So when looking at Damon Severson's goal, that was just right place, right time for Severson. And one of the things that I've been talking about in more recent episodes, especially since the trade deadline is now behind us, is that you're going to see some New Jersey Devils players just try to make a statement and just say, hey, I deserve to be here long term. I deserve to be part of the future plans. You know, we saw P.K. Subban score in the last game against the New York Rangers, and now we see Damon Severson able to do the same thing against the Toronto Maple Leafs. And remember, a while back, I did a crossover with uh, Michael of Locked On Leafs, and he talked about the interest that the Leafs organization had in Damon Severson. And Damon Severson is just trying to say, like, look, I belong on this team, and I'm about to show up the Toronto Maple Leafs because they probably wanted my services. But Ultimately, Damon Severson was just in the right place at the right possible time. So you saw Jesper Brat just be in a bit of a in a bit of a snafu. So he needed to get rid of that puck quickly, and Severson was able to bail him out. That's just being a good teammate, and that's just being in the right place at the right possible time. So in the last episode, I talked about the Rangers being in the right place in the right time. This time, the New Jersey Devils were in the right place at the right possible time, and Damon Severson was able to get a beautiful goal. Now. Look, I get uh, Severson makes a lot of boneheaded mistakes, and I get I troll him a lot. I know some other Devils personalities troll him as well, but I got to give credit when credit is due. Severson really stepped up in that sort of circumstance because, like I said, if you look at the replay, Jesper Brat was kind of in a situation. It looked like the puck was about to be poked right underneath him, and then he was able to just jab it over to Severson, and Severson was able to get uh, a wide-open scoring opportunity and he made it a one nothing game in the second period. So that's just being a good teammate for Damon Severson. And for once, you know, like, like I said, not trying to troll him or anything, trying to give him his glory. Uh, he did not make a boneheaded mistake. And then Toronto Maple Leafs were able to tie it up. That's something I'm not really going to blame Nico Dawes on because it was a shorthanded goal. New Jersey Devils weren't able to capitalize on it. And like I said, Toronto Maple Leafs are just a contending team. So they were able to get Nico Dawes just to creep in just a little bit. And then that exposed his backside a little bit. So one of the things that uh, Nico Dawes is going to learn about in the film room, which is, you know, you, you got to position yourself in a better situation, albeit it's not really his fault, but the Toronto Maple Leafs, like I said, they're a contending team. They're going to capitalize on those mistakes. So just shake it off if you're Nico Dawes. I don't think there was really a goal this game in which, um, you know, I, I'm going to blame it on Dawes. I'm just going to say, you know what, that's just uh, that that's just a uh, better positioning by the Toronto Maple Leafs. And then when looking at Nico Heizer's goal, look at the setup by Dougie Hamilton. It was beautifully uh, passed to Jack Hughes. Jack Hughes tried to go back door. Unfortunately, he was just a step or two too slow, and then the Toronto Maple Leafs were able to just stymie his shot attempt. And then Nico Heizer came crashing on in, and being the fearless leader he is, was able to find the back of the net and score, and that gave the New Jersey Devils a 2-1 lead. Now, here's the thing. Um, Mitchell Marner, like I said, was able to tie it up late in the second period, and that Made it a 2-2 game. And going into the third period, a lot of time passed by. There was like, what, five minutes remaining in the final period of regulation. I was just like, okay, the New Jersey Devils are going to hold on. Even if they're not going to score, they're going to send it into 
uh, OT and they're going to walk away with a point. I don't care if we win or not. That's a contending team. Like I said, once again, we'll take whatever we could get so that way we could keep this point streak going and so that way we don't really drop uh, any further that, that we can in the Metropolitan Division because right now we're in the last position after this game. But still, digressing a little bit, I was just like, okay, the Devils got this. We're going to go to OT. But uh, nope, not that's not what happened. Devils on the power play once again. And here's the thing. I talk a lot of good things about Jack Hughes. And you guys know I love the kid. I, I've been praising him all season long. I've been uh, probably one of his biggest fans on this show and probably amongst a lot of New Jersey Devils fans. And that's saying a lot because I anticipated that he was going to get like 60 or 70 points this season because people were projecting that he would score like around in the 50s. I was just like, no, F that. He's going to get like 60 or 70. And then I was just like, and then maybe a year or two, he's going to get 100 and be in the running for the Hart Memorial Trophy. But you guys get the point. I talk a lot of good things about Jack Hughes. But this play, this was poor planning and poor execution by a couple New Jersey Devils players. And Jack Hughes played a part in it. So Jack Hughes was trying to pass it up ahead to Jesper Brat. Brat was trying to drop it on back. I don't know who he thought was behind him. It looked like Severson was to his left. Dougie Hamilton is back in neutral zone. And Jack Hughes is, uh, like, you know, not back there with uh, Brat. So Brat tried to uh, drop it on back. And then Eggball was just able to swipe the puck away. And then he scored on Nico Dawes. And then you saw it was a two-on-one opportunity for the Toronto Maple Leafs. And, you know, I was just like, oh, boy, this is going to be trouble. They're going to go back to on Dawes. But Pierre Engvall took it himself. And here's where I was just like, okay, Dougie Hamilton just dove onto his stomach a little too early. So I don't know if this is like, you know, poor defense by Dougie Hamilton because he was trying to make a valiant effort. But unfortunately, he dove way too early. And then you see the Toronto Maple Leafs, they were just like, okay, yep, able to walk around you and then just score. So I'm not sure if you guys saw the movie Tag or whatever, but there was a scene in the movie where, you know, they were trying to tag one of their buddies. They're in a country club or whatever. Time is starting to slow down. And then one of the characters tried to jump at the person to make him it or whatever the case might be. But here's what I'm trying to describe. Like, it felt like it was in slow motion that you see Dougie Hamilton try to be the hero. Like, yeah, I'm going to say the day. I'm going to say the day. I'm going to say the day. And then you see, like, the villain just, like, Sitting back, smiling, just like, yeah, you're way too dumb to pull this off. And then, you know, just moves out the way or whatever the case might be. But uh, I, I don't know if you guys are following what I'm what I'm following. I'm just saying that Dougie Hamilton was just like, you know, the, the valiant hero who was trying to save the day. Unfortunately, he was just uh, a step or two too early and he was just a little too boneheaded to actually, you know, uh, thwart the the villain, which were the Toronto Maple Leafs, and it was Eggball in this in this case scenario. But you know, Eggball was just able to let Dougie Hamilton dive onto his stomach because Dougie Hamilton got nothing but stick, didn't touch the puck at all, and then Eggball was just able to take a couple steps in and just score it, and that's what ultimately uh, made it a three two game. And I was just like, oh man. Now can the New Jersey Devils like score within a five minute frame, tie it up quickly, and send it to OT? But that's not what went down. So ultimately, guys, you know, I, I get it. Not the not the outcome we wanted against the Toronto Maple Leafs, but still, you know, we put up a valiant effort against a title contending team. And I think the Devils are, you know, somewhat satisfied with their overall effort. I'm sure they would have wanted to come out with the win, but ultimately that's just uh, not what happened. So uh, it looks like they needed some energy. And speaking of energy, uh, this is a time of year that I pretty much have given up on all my New Year's resolutions, but not this time. Uh, I'm sticking to my resolution to eat right, thanks to Bilt Bar. It almost feels like it's not really a resolution because I actually enjoy eating them. Have you ever tried the pus? If you haven't, you're missing out on Bilt Bar's best tasting protein bars. 
Puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, they're marshmallow-y, they're not just a protein bar, they're a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Puffs are a fan favorite with some incredible flavors, including yummy cinnamon churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie. So good, they're going to be your new favorite flavors. All Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. Yes, Puffs included. 100% real chocolate, low calorie, high protein. Replace your candy bar with these because they are better. A typical candy bar can be anywhere from two to 300 calories, whereas Built Bars contain 130 calories, four grams of sugar, four net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. And like I said, better choice than a candy bar. So they have mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, and new this month, white chocolate, cookies, and cream. They make all delicious uh, new types of flavors, and they are coming out all the time. If you think a flavor might be good, they'll make it, and it'll be very good, and it'll be delicious. I don't know how they do it, but somehow, some way, they're able to pull it off. So the offer is go to built.com and use the promo code LOCKED15. You'll get 50% off your next order. Again, go to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15. You'll get 50% off your next order at Built Bar. So like I do with any post-game reaction, I'm going to uh, compare the statistics and I'm going to give you guys uh, the letter grade for the New Jersey Devils. So shots on goal differential, 31 to 21 in favor of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Face-off percentage, 65% to 35% in favor of the Leafs once again. Power play, the Maple Leafs were 0 for 3 in their power plays. However, they got two shorthanded goals. Devils were 1 for 4 in uh, power play opportunities thanks to Damon Severson. So like I said, beautifully executed by Damon Severson. Uh, hits 33 to 28 in favor of the Devils. Blocks 18 to 7 in favor of the Maple Leafs. Giveaways, Maple Leafs led that department 9 to 7. So when rating this uh, game for the New Jersey Devils, it's a little difficult because, like I said, on the one hand, they didn't win. On the one hand, they did give up a couple shorthanded goals, and that was their Achilles heel. But on the other hand, they did compete with the Toronto Maple Leafs fairly well, and they did put themselves in a decent position to win. And everyone was just uh, all hands in on deck on the Toronto Maple Leafs. I personally thought it was going to be a massacre for the Devils because I just thought there's no way the Toronto Maple Leafs are going to show any mercy towards them any any under any circumstance. I was just like preparing myself for the worst, but they actually surprised me. Despite not winning, the Devils did surprise me. So when rating this game, I'm going to give the Devils a C plus because, you know, they didn't do well enough to get an A or B because you can't give up a couple shorthanded goals and then lose the game and then expect to get an A or B. But at the same time, it wasn't the worst game in the world. The Devils were still within a goal. They led a couple times during the course of the game. So I can't really be mad at them for the overall effort. And they were able to capitalize on a power play, albeit it does not exonerate what they did. Uh, a couple other power plays in which they gave up a couple of shorthanded goals. But still, it was a decent effort from the Devils. And like I said, the numbers doesn't do it justice. But at the same time, I think everyone knows that this was a pretty well-fought game between the Devils and the Maple Leafs. Nico Dawes did pretty decent in net. We need to give him some help, so hopefully Hammond could be that answer. But let me know what you guys think. If you're watching on YouTube, leave a comment down below. Make sure you subscribe. Just about 20 subscribers away from 100. And remember, if I reach 100 subscribers before April 1st, then I will do a giveaway as a token of appreciation for the amount of subscribers I've been getting as of late because I've only started YouTube just a couple weeks ago. So I appreciate your guys' support in any uh, sort of way that you can. And then if you're listening on a podcast streaming service, hit me up on Twitter at TreyMatt4 or the show's Twitter page at LockedOnDevils and give me your guys' overall opinions and takes from the games. Did I miss something? Do you agree with me? Do you disagree? I want to hear your thoughts. So make sure you hit me up on Twitter. As for today's episode, that's all time I have for you. So thanks for listening. Continue to stay safe. Have a wonderful day, New Jersey. Go Devils. I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening once again.